the probability storm. Um, so when Scott and Cassie are captured by Kang, basically Kang gives Scott an ultimatum: help me, or watch your daughter die. Basically, um, right? So typical, standard bad guys, typical bad guy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so while well, Modok's chilling in the corner, just cracking jokes. Um, <laughs> Corey stole, stole. He's great. He stole every scene uh, he was in. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they go to this. The edge of the abyss, basically. I was like, well, that's terrifying. Um, and then Scott has to go basically retrieve the... Basically, recharge the orb, make it... Oh, shrink down the orb again, basically, that he lost. Right. It's Janet like Janet basically blew it up. It, and, right, so her whole yeah. plan was to be like, you know, stick all like the, the blowy up things, mm-hmm. <laughs> the pin particles, blow it up till it's unusable or too cumbersome to, to yep. figure out and now scott has to shrink it back down so it can work again. yeah so but it's like he had to shrink way down he had to shrink to get at the thing that's blown up yep and then when he's in this probability storm it's all the choices he could have ever made in his life basically yeah like it, in that moment or whatever because no, it's i think it's in his life it's oh. not necessarily like so it's wait, every all roads of lead himself that would have done that. Every choice he's ever made, what he would have done in that moment, I believe, if he was well, thrown he, into this situation. Oh yeah, if you, yeah, because he, ha- he has to be there, yes. right? Like so, that's like the say Baskin Robbins Scott, he they showed up. So somehow well, Baskin Robbins Scott he showed up randomly in the probability chamber one day. What would he do in that situation? That's what the probability chamber is. Oh, I got. And it. I'm just like, okay. oh, so <laughs> in. The majority of universes, except he's, for one, apparently, he's always Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Not oh, as, did you notice that uh, yeah. Baskin-Robbins, Scott, his name time was Jack? Yeah, that's... that's um, uh, is that from the, is that something from the first movie? Yeah, or like? That is Paul Rudd's son's name. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cute, right? So yeah. he just... Well, I know, so when Sep was working at Target, she would always just grab some random person's name tag if she didn't have hers, mm-hmm. I guess... It kind of works on two levels. <laughs> it's a nice little nod to his Hi, son. I'm Jack. Yeah, it's great. Um, and speaking of Baskin Robbins, this is the 31st movie in MCU. Everyone flavors of Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins always finds out. Baskin Robbins always <laughs> finds out. Love how we're looping this back. Anyway, <laughs> so, so back to the probability storm. So Scott's basically trying to get a, find his way. Who's the real Scott, basically? Uh, I don't know. Who's the real Scott? Um, and they had to, you know, shrink it down. Then Hope comes in. I don't know where. She has a million different <laughs> wasps coming in. Right. And I like how they find each other, and then they get it all to work out. It's nicely done. It's a very cool, very CGI-heavy scene. Holy shit. I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. It must have been a pain in the dick to animate The graphic that. design is already yeah. stressed enough as it is, man. In the In a rare... <laughs> so this movie isn't overall isn't really structured or like written that well compared to like other stuff that we've seen. But in a rare instance, I think this had a really cool little mini arc for Scott where it's like, um, so he like, he starts off, he jumps down. That's act one. Right. And the inciting incident is that he starts he noticing jump down. He gets pulled in. Hope is the one that jumps right into action. If you don't remember that, like she's the one that's like, she looked at him. And she's like, she goes right oh. in. So, okay. Yeah. Well, either way. So like before hope gets there though, he's yeah. trying to reach it and he just can't. Right. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, and like you know, we're uh, in an, in a metaphor for ants, I guess. Scots, the, all the Scots aren't working together, no. and then uh, Cassie 
I don't know how out. she can she call, speak she to She calls him. out. She, he can hear her, I guess. And that's what always brings all the Scots together. Yeah, it's like we all want the same thing. A little on the nose, but I thought it was really cool. It's nice. You know. It's a nice little thing. There's some nice messages. Yeah. You know, and, and then all the Scots work together like ants because they're ant men. And, yeah, there's that. And, and then they reach Don't the, be a dick at the end, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but look at me. I'm such a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Um, let's see. It's never too late to stop being a dick. <laughs> the wise words of Cassie. That was best Wait. line of the movie. Okay, so apparently some ants fell through when they were all going. Yeah, in. I saw that in the beginning. Yes. Like the thing broke, and I'm like, oh, they, that's 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 probably gonna come back. Yeah, and there were already some ants that were they were already building stuff, so they were already smart as it was. Yeah, they kind of throw that in. It's like my ants build it now. They went through a thousand years of development or something yeah. like that. I'm they went like, into a a pocket. Dimension yeah. of like dot time dilation, <laughs> and then they found their way and they took themselves to this moment in time to help out. It's, so, it's time wild, travel was man. figured out by ants. Wild, <laughs> wild shit, man. Um, so yeah. there's probably a universe out there where the everything's run by ants. Which is, this, this is like the multiverse of madness movie we should have gotten, honestly. Yeah, it's actually a little more, it's more, more multiverse, yeah, more madness, too. More madness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, then we get into the big final battle, and for and at Chronopolis and everything. Um, Which well, sort of backtracking a little oh, bit. Yeah, I like how this movie is. It's almost to the point where it's a little annoying, but they really tease the shit out of Kang. You're like, who the fuck is this? The guy? Who is this guy? The Conqueror? You know, who is he? And what what what's so bad about him? With them building, you're a sucker the, for exposition, my guy. Yeah, I like to understand things I, about the movie. I do too. I do too. <laughs> But you just gotta let things be sometimes. Let, anyway, let, let it be, let it be. Thanks, right, John take Lennon. It easy, John, um, let's see. Uh, so the action in that final battle, it was fucking great. I would have to say, I didn't like the part of like Cassie's just kind of like she helps people escape, which is great. But then she's just kind of running around with Modoc following her for like fuck ten minutes. I'm just like, okay, I don't care about this. Stop cutting this. Whatever, uh, Modoc. Yeah, Gets fucked up by ants. Um, yeah, Kang gets fucked up by ants at first, um, and then, and then <laughs> we don't see how he gets away from the ants. I knew he was going to come back right at well, the yeah, end because like he gets swept away. I'm like, that's it. That's not it. Yeah, before we get to Kang, let's get to Modok and the don't be a dick part. So, uh, he, why do they have to kill off these fucking villains, man? Uh, well. Marvel's problem since the beginning is killing okay. off their villains. In their defense, this is technically the villain from the first one. So, it, you know. They killed him off, too. I thought they killed him off, too. <laughs> right, so he could come back. I don't know. Yeah, well, a multiversal version of him, but you it know. won't. It'll be a different MODOK, but it won't be when it's, soul. When it's like uh, when it's like an all-time great villain, like. Uh, I think MODOK is a pretty all-time great Marvel villain. Just saying. Ultron seems more. We need all. We need James Spader back. Yeah, oh my God. right. He was great. Yeah. Although, don't have Josh Reed or Josh Whedon write for him because he should not be a goofy character. The fuck. Modok is fine to be goofy, but like yeah, when he's like, he's like, I'm gonna burn down the the entire world, and then like they leave, like Scarlet Witch and Christopher, like guys, where are you going? Where are you going? Yeah. Like, That's not. Modoc can be like a little henchman. He doesn't need to be like a main villain well, for a Marvel movie. This is going to be a huge issue going on. Or I, I can I can see the fan complaints right now. Um, 
if they kill off somebody or like find a, a situation where a certain character who's dead could come in handy, you can just bring them from a different universe at this point. You know, so Modok could show up in the next in the next movie with the multiverse. I, I'm sure that's a huge problem that Marvel is trying to figure out right now, because like, oh, Iron Man's dead. We got a Tom Cruise version over here. He could, you know, or we got another. Um, like anything that can happen too, because obviously he's probably going to come back in Secret Wars. It's not a big secret that Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans will probably be back for Secret Wars. And but I don't like, want that. I, you know, it's like because it's like the in the meta sense, I've already seen, I've seen a very beautiful arc. I don't want that being ruined by, you know, have like at the very at the very well, least have a different actor. That's fine, but like don't bring back the same ones. Don't bring back the same ones. Or no, even ones. that. If I see Iron, if I see Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man in any context, I think it's still it's, it's unless it's the hologram. Rubber. The hologram is fine, but like hologram maybe. Like he, him we talking still to Riri seen Williams. Morgan since Endgame either, so right. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know. It would just feel cheap, you know. It would just feel, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get that. Like, and, you know. And on the other end of killing people and bring them back. I, I was going to go somewhere and I lost it. Shit. Anyway, that's... King. Not- Thanos. Uh, people who are dead and came back. Darth Maul. Well, Star Wars. This is a Marvel Star Wars movie, but... Han Solo. I hope. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, back to the battle. There's one shot in particular that was dope as shit. Um, it's when Hope, like, slingshots Scott into the force field... Like that just looked so cool. Oh yeah, he yeah. breaks it with his feet. Yeah, that, yeah. So that cool. was pretty cool. Oh man! So, and then obviously the fight between Kang and Scott. I don't know how Scott survived that fight. Why did no one die in this movie? They hyped it up. Modoc someone died. was gonna die in this movie. Modoc died. Some of my and the main cast. The main cast. Like he Hank, was the main cast Hope, in the first movie. Janet, Scott. Oh Janet. What, which one of those was gonna die? I thought it was for sure going to be Janet. For, for sure she was getting killed off. But why would they bring her back just to kill her off? That's the dilemma they had there. I don't um, know, man. What do you want? <laughs> I want them to kill someone off. It's a Marvel movie. <laughs> they killed off everybody and brought him back anyway. No. Because, like, we're going to... Obviously, someone's going to die in Guardians 3. The only person That's who's actually legit dead is uh, Black Widow. <laughs> and, and Tony. Well, you just said they could bring him back. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> in the universe we're in, the ones that are dead, we don't know if Cap's dead. He might not be dead. He might be back. Yeah, well, he just, he's got really old. We don't know if he he's, might still be around. But it's just, I'd love to see him kind of. This is off and, topic for the yeah. next movie, but I would love to see him kind of mentor young Sam, like old Cap. That would be cool. You get cool. that in Captain America Four. That'd be nice. I'd like yeah. to see that. I got caught up in the teasers that someone was gonna die, and that's what oh. always happens. To is me. it almost like the? Uh, <laughs> like the Spider-Man hype train. No, not, not anything like that. Um, well, okay, the Spider-Man really delivered yes. with what I wanted, at least. You know, they. I just wanted to see Toby and Andrew, and we got it. And we got a little Daredevil sprinkles on top. Exactly, that was so that's nice. cool. That was, yeah. This I one, not- I didn't really have too many expectations. I just expected to see Kang and maybe a little connection to Loki, and I got it, so... Good. I'm fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a decent start to phase five. And yeah. moving forward, we got 
Guardians 3 next. So, I mean, come on, man. That's going to be – that is has been my most looked forward to movie this year. So, But right now – so, I think Marvel's in this weird kind of limbo area, area in because we're in phase two of – Right of of this next phase, the this next phase section. two of the ne- next saga, right? Yeah, phase fun, <laughs> phase phase one, really <laughs> really built up. Every movie was on the track to get to Avengers. Phase two, pretty much almost every movie was built up to get to Age of Ultron slash leading to Thanos, leading to Civil War, well, Civil War two, which is on the way. To, so. You know this this saga right now. I'm still not with Thunderbolts, which is like a Civil War type event too. So yeah, I'm not seeing too much cohesion, especially because Phase Four was not very cohesive at all. Especially for a multiverse saga, there were too much multiverse. It's a lot of like, yeah. The first the first the Infinity Saga was so is handled almost so perfectly that like. You know, because it wasn't putting all our eggs in one basket; it was spreading out our eggs in a, in a you know, uh, realistic sense while betting the odds on that. This one, we're putting bets; we're putting small bets on like every little fucking franchise in the whole thing, and not of not a lot of them have grown too much. I think Wandavision's probably like Wandavision, Loki, Guardians, obviously is great, um, but I'm not I'm not seeing Moon Knight and Miss Marvel and. You know, I'm not seeing them being really heavy hitters later on. Moon, I think, could be a heavy hitter, but they just didn't do too much with him yet. So that's the problem. They had too many TV shows. Too many TV shows and, you know, Eternals. Like, what What was that? Shang-Chi might be the best. Shang-Chi was great. The best, you know. New character to come in. Yeah, but even him, he's not... You know he's not. He's like he's like Thor right now, like the very they first Thor movie. Stuff you know? with him too at the end of that movie, and nothing has come through with that right now. Like he went to Hulk and Captain Marvel, and they're all hanging out. What the hell is happening? Where, what's going on? Where, yeah. where, give this, him a cameo somewhere. This okay. So yeah, Phase Four is a kind of a mess all over the place. Yeah. Phase Five. If you want it, if Marvel wanted to give us a sign of how Phase Five is going to pan out, and I think they might have. I am, you know, I was hoping for some sort of tie back to the movie's end credit scenes. If even if it's just like a, a small continuing story, like you know how Shang-Chi has the the rings are sending out a beacon or they're receiving a beacon or whatever. I was expecting that to be some sort of shit with the quantum realm. Like, you know, maybe it's Kang sending a signal to them and unleashing the engine. You know, it's something with that. But we don't exactly get that. We get something. We get two end credit scenes that are mostly tied to Loki. I have a feeling the bangles from Miss Marvel and Shang Chi's Ten Rings are related. So we got to figure out what's going on with those two. I think they're gonna have Shang Chi might show up in the Marvels. Uh, that would be okay. That would be cool. You know that. Just well, yeah, she's in she's now. in Shang Chi, right? Exactly. At the end credit scene. No. Captain no. Marvel. Oh yeah, no, she's she's in, at the end credit scene, right? In Miss Marvel, yes. And no, no, in Shang Chi's end credit scene. Isn't that yes. isn't she with she Bruce is, Banner? Yes, briefly, I believe. I believe she's there. Which, by the way, oh wait, they already explained that, right? And She Hulk, where he's just, I figured it out. Okay, <laughs> if that it might just be Hulk, but I don't or Wong or Hulk, I don't remember. Maybe it, Wong gets them from the restaurant. Yeah, I'm not sure if Ken meets Mark's up there. with. Are you sure? I feel like she was. But anyway, whatever. Anyway, this end credit scene though, we're getting we're it's it's basically a scene out of Loki season two. 
you know, mm-hmm. plus the whatever shit's going on. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's still, I'm still not getting a feel for what's going on. You I know? think Loki season two is going to be, had to be big. It's going to have to have a lot of exposition. It's going to have to explain a lot. I don't, why don't they just make, you know, like six, six episodes is so short for, you know, make it like eight at least, you know, like Daredevil's getting 18. So I mean, but, <laughs> but that's too much, you know, well, you can't, I, I doubt you can tell a really, you know, a non filler season of TV with 18 episodes. I find it very hard to believe you can do that. I agree. Like, look at, look at bad batch. We, we talk, we have this talk every day at work. Like, you know, there's one good episode. Yeah, me and you Three bad ones, two great ones, one awful one, one decent. You know, it's just, it's so meandering. Why? Yeah. Just tell, you know, tell a good story all the way through. That's, it's just a problem. I think it's just a problem within Disney. Like, they're just. They're this juggernaut know. that doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. Or when to kind of. Or there's like, they're pushing well, out stuff that's not ready. It's or that it's like, yeah. yeah, it's very much content. Like, oh, we have this character. Make a show for them. Oh, what's the idea? That's the afterthought. They're already a multi-like trillion dollar company. Like they don't need to keep putting out this stuff. They can let it breathe a little bit. I would almost like that, yeah. you know, because the whole Marvel fatigue that everyone's been fearing, it's happening now because we're just throwing shit at a wall. Nothing, you know, the stuff before Marvel phase one through three, you know, for the most part was very thought out and structured. There was rules to it. We understood where we're going. We understood these characters, and we grew with them. This one, we're just kind of like, like we have this character. Let's try to retrofit it into this story that we have from 30 years ago. And in some cases, that works. Yep. A lot of times, it doesn't, though. And I think we're seeing, we're seeing the consequences, you know? I mean, Agreed. Yeah, so, I mean, back to Ant-Man. I think we're wrapping this one up right now. Uh it's all right. It's I put it at number sixteen on my letterboxed. So for the MCU, yeah. I mean, as it's higher than the first Ant Man, actually. If I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, when we did our rankings before Spider Man No Way Home came out, this Ant Man and the Wasp was the the my least favorite. It was like my last one, right? Yeah, let's just. I, I'm never. I'm probably never going to go back to watching that movie. I thought it was just a shit can. Like I don't know what happened. You know. I don't either. It was just kind of like, we got to bide our time in between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. This movie, though, I think it's... Uh, I can't tell. It's it's like, it's almost... It's better in a lot of aspects than the first Ant-Man. It's worse in a lot more. Yeah. In a lot of aspects than it. So I'm going to say it's probably just at the same level as the first Ant-Man. Actually, yeah. It's a, it's not higher than the first one to me. Uh, the first one I have at number 14. So... Um, yeah. It's around there. It's, that, yeah, yeah, it's it's in the middle. It's a nice middle movie. It kind of weaves itself nicely in certain ways. Like the effects are all really well done. I don't think any are that cheesy, but they're I mean they're cheesy, but like they're not like they don't look like shit. I'll say that. The volume, you can definitely tell it's used, which is a problem for and for Marvel and Disney going forward. And they're gonna they're still gonna use it because it's a cheaper way, I guess, of when you doing so this. Some of the it's like half and half for me. Some of the CGI elements are really well done, especially in that uh, probability vortex, whatever probability um, storm storm. Yeah, right. That that was I think they put most of their time and energy into that one. But when they first show up in the quantum realm, yeah, you can tell, bro. That was like mm. 
it was bad. Like it was real bad looking. Like, and then you know, um, a lot of people are comparing this on TikTok to Spy Kids three game over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to like. It's it shitty green screen, multiple multiple versions of the bad guy. Um, the 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 matching the matching outfits. They all they're like the they're the same. They're the same colors. Like, I have not seen this, but yeah, I, I, I get it. I, get, I can believe this, <laughs> but I don't want to believe it. I think Dude. that's, I'm just in denial about that, and I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> and then, so another but, thing I noticed, um, in the fight scenes, there's a lot of pretty basic uh, camera work. But then, here and there, I remember one shot specifically of, of Hope. She's doing like this slide kick or whatever. We get like a first person view of it and it looks really cool. But then that's spliced together within a bunch of just, you know, wide shots of just, you know, like punch, kick, bad. You know, it's just the basic stuff, you know? So it's like. Until the Kang fight scene. That one's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like he's beating the shit out of Scott. He just stomps him. But yeah. Yeah, I love a good little fist fight, you know? Yeah. More more creativity there. Boot. Mm. Mm. I see. Like that one? Yeah. I'm glad. It fits. Well, that's it, Cassie. It, the shoe fits. <laughs> okay, just do the outro now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first we gotta give our rankings or our rating. What do you give this one? Um, I've been actually more accurate with my ratings. I say lately, I used to be the 85 guy. I'm gonna give this one a straight up 72. Okay, it, it is not great. You gave that three and a half on Letterbox, correct? Yeah, I was gonna bump down down to three. Yeah, <laughs> the more I think about it, I'm just like eh. I I put it at three and a half. It's staying a three and a half on Letterbox for me, but um, I'm gonna give this one a 78. I thought it was good. It wasn't great. It's not in the 80 range of Marvel movies, which is kind of like our sweet spot for Marvel movies, like the the decent ones or, or, or the the good ones to and the great yeah. ones. I'd I say. think I gave Wakanda Forever like an 80 range. We, we both gave that. That one was good. That one was really good. I liked it. I liked <laughs> um, it. I honestly liked it more than the first one. So. But yeah, I would watch Wakanda Forever before I pretty much like right before I watched this one. <laughs> I literally think that's what I had so, as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're we're wrapping this one up here. So we're seen before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at Seen It Beforecast. That's S-C-E-N-E it beforecast. And on Twitter with the handle handle S-I-B underscore pod. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram at Danny underscore Wasp, my letterbox and serialized at DJ Wasp, or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wasp. My YouTube channel. Just Danny Wasp. Danny Wasp. Like five A's. No, not, not actually. Danny Wasp. <laughs> All right. That's my name. All right. Well, next week, we got our Oscar predictions. We don't know if we're going to do a live stream at this point um if anything it's going to be out the next day we're going to record it and it'll just come on youtube the next day we don't know yet um we really want to do this but our wi-fi is not that great our wi-fi sucks dick don't be a dick don't be Uh, a dick it's never too late to not be a dick never too late at at my uh you know internet service provider so um (laughs) yeah so don't be a dick stay cool Ah!
Welcome back to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie because we've seen it all before. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And uh, it's, uh, we got only another two camera setup today. We've had a little little technical difficulties, but um, yeah. hopefully by next week for our Oscar predictions, we'll have it back up and running um, for a third camera. Uh, anyway, finally saw Quantumania. It, what, what were your initial thoughts of Quantumania? Non-spoiler. Like going in? Yeah, going, going in and honestly just as you saw it. Well, that's the whole, that's well, the whole non, podcast. Non, non-spoiler, man. Non-spoiler. Non-spoiler. Um, I thought it was just another MC, MCU movie. Um, I th- I was excited going into it because of uh, you know what I could see, what I saw Jonathan Majors doing in Loki, and we'll see if that paid off uh, in this movie later yeah, yeah. on. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I thought. Uh, not just a generic MC movie. It's definitely diving into all the weird stuff, kind of a little Star Wars esque at times, and I, I like that. It was different from Marvel, and you know, they got to try new things. And I, the Ant Man movies are already kind of just cheesy as it is, so it kind of fit into that whole franchise itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, a nice addition to the Ant Man franchise. Anyway, before we get too far into this. <laughs> Let's uh, do a little housekeeping here. We're seen it before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at Seen It Beforecast. That's S C E N E It Beforecast, and on Twitter with the handle S I B underscore Pod. Um, yeah. So let's let's get right into this right now. All right. The newest MCU movie has finally been released: Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and that means we're officially in Phase Five of the MCU. Holy shit, phase five. Damn. Yeah, um, phase two <laughs> of this new yeah. thingy wingy. Yeah, it just keeps going, man. Saga, but, um, that's the word. Throughout this new short segment we're going to do, uh, we're going to dive into where we think the MCU is headed as a whole and um, everything in between, basically. This is what we call the state of the MCU. This movie itself, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, trippy, yeah, I think is the main word for it. Trippy, really cool visuals. Um, you could definitely see the uh, the volume was used a lot. Uh, they used on The Mandalorian. Yep. You could definitely <laughs> tell that was used, right? Yeah, I could definitely tell. <laughs> like the wider That's... shots for sure. Uh, maybe even like when they went into the, um, oh, what's it? What the hell was the thing called? The Probability Storm? I think that was probably the volume as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weirdly um, enough, that's like probably the most, be- like the best looking sequence. It was I'd cool, say, right? It was really cool, and yeah. I hope, I hope they kind of stick with weird stuff like that. And they've got a million friggin' Kangs coming all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, it's. I, I noticed something in the post credit scene of this movie. Um, the next Kang variant in Loki season two is called Victor Timely. So. I kind of did a little research on this character, and yes, he is in the comics. So he forms this place called Timely, Wisconsin, which act in the early 1900s or so, and that eventually becomes Chronopolis, which is technically what was in the quantum realm. That was what the city was modeled after, Chronopolis in the comics. Uh, yeah. But it's not... So, so no. the, the one in, in, in Ant-Man is just like a miniature version? Yeah, in a way, or... I don't know, maybe that's going to actually like yeah. come into play in season two. But um, it's it's kind of interesting to see 
where that's going to head and how many Kangarans we're going to get in season two of Floki because I loved the first season. I hope I, there's like one per episode or something like that. Or they that'd have be like cool. A, Maybe like a uh, like yeah. a different Kang variant type of crime scene each week type of deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny. It's not. I mean, Kate Heron is not directing this season. She stepped away from the Loki series, so okay. it's going to be a completely different director. Same writers. I don't know if Michael Waldron's involved. Okay. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Why I asked that because, like, either way. It's either we have the guy who doesn't really make a lot of sense in his like, in between the writings, yeah. or we get somebody else who could, you know, mess it up just as much. So I don't know. exactly. Kang dies at the end of Quantum Mania. The Conqueror dies, or does he? Or is he stuck in the probability storm? I was waiting for some some shit <laughs> yeah. to happen. At, like you know, when he's like when like Scott's like walking down the street, he's like, wait, what if I? What if he? Yeah, he didn't like you know like oh and I, then like I, I was like just, how they kind of bookended that in the movie. Like it yeah. started with you know it started like that and it ended like that. <clears throat> beautiful but it's what movies should do but uh it just mm, i think he's i think he's in the probability storm the, the many ways he's going to be able to get out of that for secret wars probably i think that's when the conqueror is going to come back oh so kane dynasty is going to be completely different yeah like the ones like ramata and everything those are going to be the ones we saw in the first post-credit scene i think they're going to okay. be in the kane dynasty and then Secret Wars is going to be the Conqueror again. He's going to break free. Oh, somehow. he's going to be like the Beyonder type guy. He, he's going to be the big boy. Yeah, okay. that's that's okay. my thinking. But again, just my thinking. As yeah. of right now, after including Ant Man and the Wasp, I think we're on a slight uptick. Not much, think, but it's yes. very slight. It's 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 on the come up. I mean, the movies that we're going to be seeing, probably the multiverse stuff coming up. Probably, obviously, Loki season two. Maybe the Marvels. I just heard a rumor Spider-Man 4 is going to deal with that. Deadpool 3. And maybe Eternals is probably going to deal with that. The second Eternals is probably going to be involved with the multiverse. I thought that got squashed, didn't it? I don't know. Maybe it did. But, I mean, it won't be Chloe Zhao directing it. I can tell you that. Um, Oof. I don't know. Not that she did a bad job. Not that she did a bad job. We're not going to get into that. Well, it's ironic because I think the directing, well, I don't know. It's all it's all very mediocre, yeah. but the directing is probably the best part. I don't know, like you know, just like the, the pretty shots and you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The yeah. writing is awful. Yeah, yeah, for that movie. But, but anyway, as a wrap up for Phase Four and the good things about it, so the good movies that came out of Phase Four to me, Shang Chi, No Way Home, uh, Multiverse of Madness, Wakanda Forever, and. Uh, of course, Loki. And how could you figure out WandaVision? The reason I don't say WandaVision is because it does not relate to the multiverse. The multiverse saga. I don't yeah, think but, it relates to it. Okay, I'm, I'm you should have prefaced I, I should have said that. It, I'm talking <laughs> about the ones that relate to the multiverse saga. Nothing against WandaVision or Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, or any of that. They were good, but they didn't involve the multiverse. Right. Okay. Yeah. The bad so regarding the multiverse. Yes. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Yeah, well, the, Black Panther doesn't really touch it, though. Like, does it? No, no, it doesn't. I, I, that's <laughs> There's so much. I don't. To this think is about. this is an area of the MCU that I'm not familiar with in any way. I like that. I even know who the fuck Kang was until you know. I had heard of him. I didn't know who he was though. Um, I knew of Thanos and I knew of Civil War and I knew roughly about who, who Iron Man, Captain America. I knew I knew all like the, the classics at this at this day and age. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I'm um, excited. So back to the movie of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, it, 
there were things in this I need to talk about. There were things and stuff that were things inside of the movie from I start to finish. Really want to talk about. So, do we want to talk about the the weird face boy Modoc first? Do we want to talk about <laughs> how Janet didn't really how she didn't care that Scott went down at the end of the second one to the quantum realm. Right. You brought that up And Cassie. She's like, please don't go down there. Is that a retcon or is it changed? What do we want to start with Danny? Uh, let's start with off with that. Okay. We'll start with Janet. So Janet's motivation in this whole movie is she has this terrible, terrible secret. And she's like, I know about this bad dude named Kang and I kind of helped him. Almost, and then she sabotaged it. Whole thing was, uh, she know she knows he's out there, and I do like the. It's almost more interesting her backstory that we don't get to see, where like she's a freedom fighter for like thirty years, mm-hmm. fighting with Bill Murray or Krylar. Krylar, mm-hmm. uh, and then his whole thing, where like you know, after Janet leaves, gets rescued by her family and Ant Man and the Wasp, he started or he he got, I guess he joined Kang. He's like you know, if you can't beat him, join him. Uh, I thought that was more interesting than the actual, like, you know. So <laughs> she she see, she meets Kang. He, she, yeah, he crash lands in her little area of the quantum realm. Yes, her farm. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, what is this place? Yeah, the dramatic it, opening. And he's like, oh, it's the quantum realm. Yeah, and he got banished from the dynasty. Right. So is this, from what I'm trying to understand, this is the... Um, he gets banished by the, his other versions of himself, the Council of Kangs. Kangs. <laughs> yes. And uh, is so I, it, I'm just a little confused how this relates to Logi. I was under the impression that the one who remains, all, all he's the he's the guy who wins, right? He's the one guy at the head of everything, and he's the one who beat out all the other versions of himself, and he's he, semi good. He was holding back. The ones like Ramatut and all of them. If he died, that releases them, and that releases all this madness, probably. And so that's right, right. But but when Kang, mm-hmm. I'm going to say one who remains in Kang. Two different characters. Yeah. When Kang crash lands in the quantum realm, that's before, way before. That's the, how the one time, who remains is dead. Yes, that's well, not necessarily because the TVA time works differently. Remember, as they said, we don't know when he crash landed. We don't know how the time works, how the time travel works, the TVA and everything, and how everything works. It they say something like time is not what you think. Yeah, he said it's a cage. Yes, very you know vague because I, they don't want to explain I, I it. I think they want it to be vague right now because. They also don't know where it's going. So. I also <laughs> cynical me here again. Yes. Uh, I don't think they have any idea uh, how to make make any make sense of any of this, and they're just gonna BS it till they till it doesn't matter anymore. I, I think, <laughs> or they're just teasing us for what's to come. We don't know. Being non-cynical, one, they're teasing us and they're leaving little bits of information along the way, I like they've always done. So, but. <laughs> They broke their own rule. And we've already talked about this, but in Multiverse of Madness, you have the whole fucking, you know, like if you create an incursion and shit by jumping to a different multiverse, that conflicts with what they establish in Loki where it's different timelines and then keeping it all in. And then that also conflicts with, what was it? There was another, there's another thing. I forget, but somebody jumps to it. Oh yeah. Cap goes back in time in Endgame. 
somehow ends back up in the OG timeline we've been watching from the very beginning of since Iron Man. That doesn't make sense. The you know so all these rules are conflicting with each other, and I don't think they know what they're doing, and I don't see any way out of this. Hmm. So you're super op- optimistic. You're kind of like oh, Marvel's going to do their thing. I get it. I I, I like to understand things. They, yes, you like to understand things, and sometimes you just don't need to understand them. You just need to watch the movie for what it is. You're always telling me to watch the movie for what it is. And now it's kind of like the exact opposite thing. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm like, oh, they're going to figure it out or they're not going to figure it out and it's just going to be a fucking retcon. But who knows at this point? So We are living in a post-Rise of Skywalker world. Nothing makes sense. Post-Harambe, post-Rise of Skywalker world. So all I'm saying is that like, I just want to have a clear... Like just direction, clear direction, feeling like, do I do I make sense of this or do I just forget about it and just we're gonna move on and just figure it out and we're gonna like just forget about it. It's like it's it's a they uh, need uh, you know more exposition for it and they have these little bits in Loki season one and now Quantumania. Maybe Loki two is gonna dive into a little more of that and that's what I'm hoping for because that's the next one that's gonna deal with the multiverse. Right. Loki season two. I so. hope it makes sense. Like, at least in the context of that show, I hope it makes sense. They got six hour long episodes to decide what they're going to do. So I think. Maybe. If it's anything <laughs> like the first season, you know, it's going to so, be. But yeah. like, it goes back to the first question like, when is Kang dropping into the quantum realm? Because it has to be before Ant Man and the Wasp, before Janet is rescued, mm-hmm. right? Because she's mm-hmm. in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't choose to go there. Maybe it just kind of happened to drop him there and then it's just random at that point and then there's still an end timeline but we don't know what that is because right he, that that was teased very much in this movie it's like you don't know what's gonna like me he, i'm I coming he knows what's gonna happen i think he's trying to play coy at it because most of the kings know what's happening like he who remains he knew what was gonna happen but he's dead now so mm. do they all know that or is it just he who remains we don't know that we don't know what it is at this point the way Kang was talking in this movie was just like um, where he knows what's at the end of time and he figured it out and whatever, whatever. He's talking a lot about how what I imagine like he who remains would be understanding the timeline. Well, they are the same person. But they're not. Yes, they're different variants. They're the they're same, same person, person. different yeah. ver- ver- variants, yes. right? Yes. So, I don't know. I really hope they make sense of it. They got time. They got time to make sense. I like Jonathan Majors. Yeah. I, I loved him in Loki. He was like magnetic in that one episode. Mm-hmm. What he's doing here, though? I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know? Because I thought he was fantastic. I was. Okay. So he who remains, his version of playing that character, I think is too close to what he was doing with, um, with Kang, with the Conqueror. So I'm thinking. So in. Um, in Loki, he who the, who remains is he's like you know like like he's almost like giddy. He's like oh I don't know what happens at the end yeah. of this time. Like oh yeah. you know like but then yeah. Kang is I just got the impression from what they were building him up like he's this you know I was I was under the impression that he you ever seen um are you you've never seen Succession right no okay uh, Logan Roy he's like the the main he's the father of this old money business guy. You know? So he very he has like a Godfather type grip. Really, contr- I was expecting Kang to be very controlled and very um, not so much like like Janet, 
do you want to come with me to the other multiverse? You can see your daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's very like loony, but like subdued. And it was like, it just he, didn't. He was move. controlled. He was controlling himself until he couldn't any longer. And they just beat the shit out of Scott. So see, but I wasn't, uh, I don't know. He, it's like, it was too close to that version. I think, well, I don't know. Don't worry. We're going to see many different iterations of Kang. I th- also, we're, if we want to talk about that uh, end credit scene, um, <laughs> I know I'm shitting all over this, but like, it was really cringy. Which one? The, the, the one, one with all the Kangs. All the, the Kangs. Yeah. yeah, like with the with the. I thought it was dope. With the hut, with the tut, what it was him. Rama tut. Right. And then he got the other guy and say. <laughs> the other guy was doing some shit where he's like, yeah, let's burn them all. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, they are a different character. Well, that's what we had to look forward to. But I think. I don't I don't know. I can't describe what was wrong with it. Something was wrong with it. it just, I just, you, I it mean, just felt really cringy. It fatigue, too, at that point. So you never know. Maybe. Um, let's see here. The other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, oh let's go to MODOK now. Let's let's move on to MODOK. MODOK was, I liked him. I did too. I thought his face looks weird, but that kind of makes sense because he kind of got squished the fuck down in the yeah. first one. So, I mean, I wonder, like they showed a clip of, uh, you know, I was, I, I just thought he just kept shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking until he like just popped out of whatever. I didn't realize that like, at least in this movie, they show a flashback where like all his body parts are being different yeah, sizes. Saw his Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. So then he just, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's cool. That they kind of planted that. I'm not, they, it, if they didn't plan that, it was really lucky because like, that's how Modoc looks anyway. I don't right? think it was planned, but I think it was just, it was a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it worked. I thought it was really, you know, um, I saw a lot of people, you know, criticize this movie where you have Kang who's throwing a temper tantrum and killing people. Uh, and then the next second you have Modoc cracking a joke. But like, yeah. I thought it, I thought it worked. It's it, it Ant-Man's works. a, Ant-Man's a light and fun, exactly. you know, movies and, and, you know, it's almost like to the benefit. Like I didn't really like Jonathan Major's performance as Kang specifically, so I'm like, oh, this is already goofy. So like, I, it was easier for me to transition there. See, that's where I think most people are getting conflicted is because it just didn't match up with the goofiness and the seriousness did not match up, and it was kind of a little all over the place with that kind of pacing. But right, that's the Ant-Man movies. That's how they it, been. I I thought it was a strange move to do this super dark like MCU defining villain in the goofiest franchise. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. It was already um, weird starting off. So yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, well, speaking of weird, there's Veb, David Dostomation's character. <laughs> oh, I have holes. I have holes. <laughs> How many holes do you have? <laughs> and he's like seven. And then, like, uh, although he's like, comes he's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> fucking cheaty. Oh my god. I was so happy to see him. Yeah, well, so I, I texted him like, oh, so that's one person that's out of the running for oh, Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. You know, so. And I was like, dude, watch the fucking movie. Stop texting me. <laughs> I I forgot. I know it was just last week, but like, I forgot who we, who I picked for Mr. Fantastic. Oh, we still the, picked Glenn Howard, I'm pretty sure. Oh, right, right. Glenn Howard and then Penn Badgley was talked about. Penn too, Badgley right? was another good one. Yeah. I like Glenn Howard. I'm, I'm watching yeah. you right now. So, um, <laughs> have you seen that meme, uh, where like, uh, this guy, this guy on Fox or something, he's, he's talking to, I think it's Lauren Ingram. Okay. Uh, 
and she and he's like, yeah, I was just watching you last night, and she and she's like, what? You're watching me? I wasn't on last night. <laughs> and it was like a whole like minute and a half thing with them just not understanding. Who's on first base? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, <laughs> what's on second? Oh my god, <laughs> it was like a real life version of that. Yeah, then they had to drink his juice, which made them. I thought that was a cool mechanic. That was yeah, very cool. Yeah. I I enjoyed how they kind of made the quantum realm very um intu- intuitive. No, that's not the word. Um, oh, like they built it where like yeah, they built it very well. It's very uh, they wrote it very <laughs> foreigner well. friendly. I don't know. Yeah, you, you can all understand each other, and that's cool. Yes, it was it was very well planned out. Let's just say it was yeah, very well yeah. planned out. Um, let's see. Then all right. Talk about the not-so-great parts of the movie. Um, Cassie. Oh, you didn't like Cassie. I did not like Catherine Newton's performance. Okay. She was always like, Dad! And it sa- sounded so fake. It sounded so bad. I was like... <sighs> yeah, to it's, a degree. Yeah, she was very much like... or How she was written, I think, I had, think plays a large written. part. I don't think it was anything with Catherine Newton's performance. She just did what she was given with. Yeah. But... Because <laughs> she's like... She's like, oh, I got arrested because I wanted, I wanted to protest the, they're, they're clearing out the homeless camps. Yeah, I'm like, she, okay, yeah. we get it. You're one of those. And, so and it also kind of, well, it also kind of works like because that's what. Um, I like that they Janet included the blip too, a little bit in the quantum realm. So like they're kind of. Yeah, but it made more sense yes. with you know Janet. Yeah, yeah, I do like the inclusion of the blip. At least we're not forgetting about it. Exactly. You know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Cass- Catherine Newton, I think. Uh, I don't. I don't know. She she's definitely not the strongest part. I don't think she's the worst part. I think the worst actor in this movie is the whatever her name is. The the oh the the one from the civil the, the barbarian the Zena looking woman. Yeah, um, yeah. Zena Dude, Warrior. what was she, why was she hired? Well, she was know. awful. I mean, yeah, she's forgettable for sure. But <laughs> I don't know why. She, I really don't know why she's there. They could just put Cheedy in that role. I think, but yeah. You know, just have it. You know, you need to have a stronger presence. I think than him. I don't think he could have held his own really in a scene, like that is serious. Should I say? Yeah. <laughs> so they had to have someone. But it's like, there. It, or how she was playing it was very conflicting to the tone of literally everything else. Yep, I agree. She, like Ant Man is just like, like they're doing like the back and forth, like you know, like oh, don't think that. Oh, I can't help it. And then you know, she's like, enough of this. We need to, we need to like figure out. Uh, who this person is. It's very ultra serious and like barbarian, just, uh, you know? Yeah. I and I think, I think I definitely got how people are complaining about how the conflict of tone with Kang and, and Ant-Man <laughs> that she's like embodies that. It's like really, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, going back to Cassie for a second. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, that petition for the justice for Emma Furman, the girl who played her in Endgame. There's a petition online to like, not necessarily replace Catherine Newton, but like just like, what the fuck happened? Like, why didn't? Obviously, they Uh-oh. wanted a stronger actress. I wasn't aware that they recast her. <laughs> yeah, Emma Furman was the one who played older Cassie in Endgame. Um, oh, and then they just they recast uh, Catherine Newton to play her. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, yeah. She I mean, in- sure, it sucks. It sucks for her because you know. But would she have done much better? That's the thing. I don't know who she is. Exactly. I don't. Not necessarily. I recognize Catherine Newton from something else. <laughs> yeah, um, she's been in a few things. Um, you know, but like you know, who knows? She could have the the first original Cassie could have been well the original original well, Cassie. Maybe she's given like, more. Maybe she could have done something with this, but it just 
I mean, MCU casting or recasting happens a lot. It would happen with Don Cheadle and Rhodey <laughs> and fucking Mark Ruffalo. Like, yeah. you know, and those are very high profile. And like, we've gotten past it with that. It's true. I, th- it's I feel like this is pretty seamless compared to that. So, but I do feel it is unfortunate for the other actress. Maybe she gets like a, maybe she's a variant of Cassie in some other. You know, that could be something. cool to come back to in Secret Wars. Just saying, yeah, that'd be cool. That, that, that could be a nice, like, little poetic justice in a way for her. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Krylar. Let's talk about Krylar. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray is a dick. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of his lines were just like, "Yeah, I fucked your wife, Hank." <laughs> and then there's a very sexual piece of broccoli. That was that was weird. Yeah, I thought he was gonna cry at the end. Yeah, uh, where like Cassie's like, we need to stand up, and he's just he's like, I thought I saw he was gonna go like like you know, ripe a tear from all his different eyes yeah, that he are hit in on his... hope earlier in the movie. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, the rock with the very like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, hope was sidelined a lot in this movie. Yeah, um, um, considering she's the other yeah, part character of the, in the title. The title yeah, uh, she's literally a titular character. Uh, not too happy about it, you know. But um, I am happy, though, that they went out of their way to really um, – so, okay, so Hope's whole thing in the first and second Ant-Man movies, uh, she is like misses her mom. She's not around. She's very much built because of the absence of her mom, yep. right, and only with her dad. Yes. So I liked that we had a lot of scenes with her and um, Janet, you know, working together. They're on they're in that, that uh, B plot of the story, and the A plot is – um, Scott and his daughter, who we don't actually get to see um, interact until this movie, really. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like she's like a, a little kid in the first one, in the first two, and then, you know, quick five-second scene in Endgame, and now we have this. So I like that they paired them up the way they should be. 